Okay, cool. What's going on, you guys? The Throne Podcast, episode 113. We are back in full effect with one of South Florida's up-and-coming uh, sneaker plugs, sneaker resellers in the game right now. Marcelo, a.k.a. Sunshine Kicks, a.k.a. A lot of stuff, man. What's going on? <laughs> Yo, what's up, bro? What's up? Chilling, chilling, man. Also got AA Ron in the house. DJ Perfect was good. Yo, yo, yo. Appreciate you coming out, man. I know you were on recently. Uh, uh, Marcelo came out for your episode, so, you know, returning the favor, so to speak. Uh, so thank you guys for joining me here today. But we're here, um, basically, it's kind of like a structured, very uh, specific episode right now. I'm, I've been, like, into fashion for probably, like, the last... Um, probably since like 2016, 2015, so five, four or five years. Um, and I know you recently kind of got into that in the yeah, last couple of years used, as well. So. I used to wear the DC. Yeah, you used to wear dude. Yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Bro. Listen, it was embarrassing, man. bro. Was Wait, no, but the thing is that we look, we got to look back on those days as like, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I look back at it and I'm just like, it, it kind of felt nice not to give a fuck about that kind of shit. Oh, yeah, right. bro, because you weren't worrying about, like, how much you needed to spend on clothes and stuff. Like, you just like, all right, these shits are $10. All right, bet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real. These no, shits I... are 20 bucks. This and this matches together. All right, bet. I got a whole fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I had a pair of RBXs. Not Reeboks. RBXs. <laughs> that, that sounds I like a Walmart from, shoe, from, bro. No, they, I got them at, like, uh, Burlington or some shit on clearance. $10, though, $9.99. Like, it was so on clearance that the lady thought I was, like, Thiefing, like she thought I put some clearance you sticker on the, the shit. You saw the she tag. thought, no, 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 but I swear to God, they were. So I got them for ten bucks, and them just lasted me forever. I never gave it a second thought. And then, like, I look back at pictures of like me doing shows and stuff in these RBXs. Like, what the fuck was I thinking, bro? <laughs> but, but at the time, it was like, yo, it was ten dollars shoes value. You just didn't care, bro. You just yeah, really yeah, didn't yeah. care. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, we're kind of more into that scene, and uh, it has its whole underground like market. Really, like, if yes, you're sir. not in the in the fashion, like, scene, if you're not up to date with that kind of stuff, there's an app called StockX that kind of kicked it off, right? Yes. I mean, they pretty much kicked it off. That was the first time I heard of anything like that, other than, like, eBay, but eBay didn't have, like, e- eBay a was stock a, market set up, dude. Yeah. eBay was like, the first platform. eBay was what people were using back in the day before StockX and Goat came around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But there's no authentication process. Like, it wasn't specifically for sneakers which it feels like or uh it feels like StockX started with that now you find almost anything that has a resale value on StockX, bro if yes, it's legos sir. if it's a fucking graphics AirPods, card Apple yeah, watches, yeah, yeah, yeah. anything action figures anything yeah i don't know they started doing pop figures and card pop games now too like pokemon cards and stuff like that or on StockX. yeah what like tcg player type shit like yeah but they go but for, only like, the, like the more sought out stuff because yeah. a lot of the celebrities nowadays i don't know if you know like logic recently just bought like a 250 Fifty thousand dollar Charizard. I heard something about him. Stevie doing Yoki that. was the same thing. Now they're all doing like box openings of like base set one, spending like hundreds of thousands of dollars of these sealed first edition base set Pokemon cards, and it's, that's just crazy, bro. So that became like a trend for a little bit. Yeah, it just started. It just started. It's Man. crazy. Everyone and their mother is doing it. That sounds so dumb. Yeah, but the return—they do it for the fun. But the return on it—if you pull like certain stuff—if like, you well, pull worth it. a certain That's stuff, the, it's, if, though, it's, it's gambling, dude. It's gambling. I, dude, someone who, someone who came from a TCG, you should know that. Oh yeah, that, that shit never, is crack, bro. You never buy packs, bro. You just buy the cards, bro. It's crack, dog. It so you take it. You take the risk. I. I forgot who I'm pretty sure I've seen Scott I've seen it happen to Scott so many Scott times. Scott Anderson buying Hidden Arsenal 4. 
trying to poach a shula and didn't buy it and didn't pull it yet. I, I thought it was a rescue rabbit and then it was Mecha Phantom Draco sack. It was Mecha Phantom Draco It was so many where he bought like eight boxes or some shit like that. Didn't pull a single one and then someone bought like a pack. I think it was Vargas. Like Vargas yeah. is, was a sack. Nah, he Vargas, pulled a sack. He, like right there off one pack. Vargas is a monster, dog. So yeah, um, no, shout out to Carlos. Same same thing with uh, Chris Ali, Ducks. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Packs, Ducks, bro, it was oh, crazy. Man. Uh, shout out to Ducks, man. I gotta get him on the show. I don't know what he does or if he does anything, but that'd He's be a funny, veteran. man. Just to have, oh, I mean, that's not really art, though. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's something to talk about, like his funny stories and uh, stuff. Like that. I feel like it'd be cool. no, 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 for sure. I'd love to have Ducks on just for the conversation. But uh, how did you get into like when did that flip like uh, switch uh, flick for switch? you? Uh, when did you look down at your DCs and were like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore? Because everybody you know? kept talking shit. I was like, all right, bro, I got to switch some shit up. So I was hanging out with Leroy. We went to Bar Mall. This is when I had the Honda Civic. And then we were walking to Bar Mall. We passed Foot Locker. Uh, we're passing Foot Action. Not Foot Action, Finish Line. And he was like, yo, check that shit out. And I'm like, what? There's a pair of zebras sitting on display. And I was like, what? So we you're talking about, go- for the people that don't know, we're talking about uh, uh, Yeezy Boost. 350v2s zebras yes sir very yes, sought sir. after colorway so these were just sitting they were just in there it was this is the ending of 2018 like mm-hmm. december is when it happened i remember this shit clear as day because they was like what the fuck bro how do you get this lucky because i was telling libra the same day i wanted to get a pair of the off-white zoom flies the black ones but they were like really expensive at the time and they're still expensive now so i was like all right fuck it let me just get this pair as my first pair of yeezys and from there it just went out okay but you had to care f- about shoes at that point to even know what those were no, or I, even want I was doing my research about it, like different kinds of shoes flies. that I would want to wear and stuff like that. So what what was the, what what was the diss? What was the last the straw that broke the camel's back, dog? Like <laughs> it had to it had to go off at some point. Like uh, damn, I don't even remember it. I just know because that's a big so from yeah. going to not caring to wanting the most hype shit. That's got to be like a major... So in like, the beginning, I was like, whatever, right? I was just going out there stuff that I wanted to wear. Like, I personally just wanted to get for myself. Right. And then I kept looking at this stuff like, yeah, like, I just bought a pair of shoes for $235.40, but I can sell them for $400 right now. That's easy profit. So, so I started... Did being, you look at it more as a business or as like a pleasure thing? It's just like a pleasure thing. Just have time. Like, back then, back in ending of 2018. Your first instinct, though, when you buy a pair of shoes, is it... To to wear them or is it do you, your is your instinct to look at the resale value? So nowadays it's to look at the resale value okay. because I could wear the shoe once and then still sell it for twice as much as then what I bought it for, worn. So I get to rock the shoe, have the pick and stuff like that, and then just sell it. Why? Okay, so let me ask you what? Uh, why is that so important nowadays? Like, why is it so important that you get the one little flex off of it for the gram so to speak or for whatever like what is the purpose of that versus you get to enjoy the shoes for as long as you have them at that point like the the bread 11s or the infrared sixes like you both have had infrared sixes and both sold them he got them off bread me. 11s. i know i know <laughs> yeah. I, I remember i was actually listening to the other podcast before y'all got here and i, I remember hearing that and i was like i still have my infrared sixes and i looked at the resale price they're like going for like 380 360 now yeah bro and then mm-hmm. the bread 11s in my size are going for bread almost 400. They're yeah, like 380, bro, something like that. The reason why the bread 11s went up, if I remember correctly, is because of the, what's the name of the show? The documentary. The, the documentary, yeah. Last Dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt it. 
Uh, Brett is a very popular colorway. And, you know, it's classic Chicago. We need the black cool grades to come out now. Facts. That's my favorite Jordan 11 of all time. Probably my Got favorite em. Jordan of all time. You have cool grades? Got them. Lucky. <laughs> I remember one time uh, this dude was selling some cool grays back yes, in high bro. school. You, oh, I didn't cop them. telling the other story. Nah, I didn't cop hit me up. Nah, those foo. Those were food. <laughs> the jump man looked like a up. thumb, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fat yeah. thumb, bro. Thick, bro. You ever seen Spy Kids, the thumb minions? <laughs> yeah, Them dude. dudes, bro. If one of them dudes put a basketball in, in a thumb, that's what it would look like. But um, I just they looked old. The soles were kind of yellow, so it looked kind of believable to me. Um, I've always wanted a pair of cool grays, man, and I had the chance to get them. I just I couldn't justify spending 200 dollars on, on shoes back shoe. back in high school. On yeah. a used shoe, right, right, way back. Especially Nowadays, back in high school, people and their mother are like, "Damn, bro, I wish I got these at two hundred dollars used." No, 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 but I don't. If if it was now, I would have bought them no problem. It was at the time I didn't have money for. for no, I didn't, no, I didn't even course. have money for Yu Gi Oh packs, dog. You feel me? Like for me, it was like food or Yu Gi Oh packs, like. <laughs> You know what I mean, or am I shipping? Am I shipping cards? Or the BK, bro, yeah, or, or selling cards for uh for lunch or whatever for for the biscuits and gravy, dog, from Denny's. Nah, it was struggle, bro. Like maybe struggle you guys weren't struggling as nah, me, dog. But literally the two dollar biscuits and gravies, I would sell off commons and shit, nickels, quarters, adding them up so I can get the two dollars and eleven cents to go get the biscuits and gravy combo at Denny's for two dollars off the struggle menu. Taco Bell meal deal. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. A, a, B, bro. yes, bro. A, B, C, or D. They had the happy one, hour dog. with the loaded grillers and shit. Oh, too, and bro. do and and the and the dollar fucking freezes, dog. Yes, bro. Nah, fire, fire, definitely budget budget meals for real. But um, we've gone a little bit past that now. I could definitely, you know, for a pair of uh of elevens, I could definitely see myself, um, you know, spending that kind of bread even if they were used. But back back to what the topic at hand was like, I still have my breads. I still have my infrared sixes. They're worth more to me, but I told y'all last time I balled in my sixes. Like, it is what it is. And even me, I wear reps. Like, I don't for shoes that I can't get, I wear reps of because yeah, not supporting you know illegals, whatever. Fuck you. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, yeah, for me, a shoe is a shoe. You feel me? I'm gonna put it on my foot. Um, yeah. I really like um, outfits and, and matching and shit like that. But for me, it's not, a, it's never been about the clout. You know what I mean? Like I love 11s. Like I got the, I got two pairs of the, of the, of the 11s and sold one for 300. Don't get me wrong, but I, I always want to keep a pair for me if it's a shoe that I really like. So that's kind of what I don't get. Like if you really like a shoe enough to buy it, rock it, put a picture of, uh, of you wearing it up, why wouldn't you just hold on to it? And that could be a memento for you, like when you got it or something like because that. Because it depends how I got the shoe. If I got it for retail, I'm going to keep the shoe. If I got it for retail, then I'm gonna, I'm like... But that's not... You got the infrared sixes for retail. Yeah, but then at the time... And you I shipped was, them both. You had, and you said both. you said one to keep, one to rock, one to stock. And you sold them both. I sold them both. So give me the logic behind that. So at the time, I was like, damn, I think the shoe is insane. But at the same time, I was like, damn. And it was the first time that it gets... Uh, remade or, or retroed with the Nike Air embroidery on the back. Since 2014, right? No, no, no. That one had the Jordan Air on the back. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Since like the original Infrared Six in in ninety ninety one, some shit like that. Yeah, you're correct. So, I mean, it was a really big deal, uh, for it to come back like that. And I like that they're doing that now. Yeah. All the retros are starting to have the Nike Air branding on them, the original shit instead of the Jordan Air stuff, and I like that a lot. I think it looks a lot better, even on on these. Uh, it has a Nike Air on the back. Uh, I like that. Um, although I do like the What the Fives. I agree. What the Fives are insane, bro. You got bro. The- no, fuck y'all. Like 
No one was on that shit. People You're saying they crazy. were booty. You're no, 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 no. Fire. I the love the fact them, that they bro. had the Tokyo Fives in that shoot. That's is what I'm insane. saying. Yeah, the Shanghai and fives. the Shanghai Fives. Yes, bro. You yeah, they're bro. so. It's the only. It's the closest thing I'm gonna get to Tokyo Fives. Tokyo Fives or Shanghai Fives. Right. Tokyo Fives or the Raging Bulls even. Dog, until, yeah. they, until those get re, ret, uh, retroed. No, it's not Tokyo Fives. The shoe that is getting re-released next year are the Lightning Fours. Which those. ones are those? I need those. They're the the all yellow joints. Oh, okay. I need those. I need those. Okay, yeah. I'm not a big yellow guy. I don't have too much yellow in my in my. I'd have to do like all black if I'm gonna wear yellow shoes. Or but the thing about the what like the fives, that. you can wear with almost anything. What the f- no, the what the fives are. I mean, <laughs> if you throw those on, you wear them with whatever. Though they're so yeah. loud. They're kind of like these. Like you could just throw on whatever. What are those? Uh, are are new- those the ones you wore last time too? No, no, these are the new Super Earths from Sean Witherspoon. I feel like I've seen those. Where it has like the 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 stitching on it. Yeah, because Sean Witherspoon now has two collabs. His first collab was Nike, but he ceased his collab with Nike and went over to Adidas. Oh. So before him going over to Asics. Oh, that's the dude that made the Air Maxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, so okay, he okay. dropped the Super Earths. Honestly, um, low-key free game. Everybody should cop these right now. They're at 130 on StockX. They're going to go up. Why do you say that? Let's, let's hear the free game. All right. So the reason why is because just like the original Air Max, right? Uh, when Sean Witherspoon put out the collab, he has so much clout, just like his store. Like he can, he can almost extort a market and make you think like something's worth more than what it is. Like how Virgil can make a shoe come out and the shoe costs like a hundred bucks, but we in our mind know that it's going to resell for over a thousand dollars. Right. He has that influence. So why it's low now? I really recommend people to get them. Uh, me and Marcelo were actually just talking about that in the car. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's it's definitely a really really good investment. And That's, they look hard. I really I like feel, them. no. I do fuck with them. That's why I was kind of curious as to and I, I like the pink over here and the white over here. Like it it's definitely it's definitely dope a dope shoe. And it's a classic silhouette too. The the Adidas Superstar the, the turtle shell or yeah. shell toe whatever toe, what is it? Uh, it's a superstar. But yeah, yeah shell Adidas toes superstar. we call them. Yeah, shell yeah, toes. Yeah, Whenever yeah, people exactly. think of Adidas, that's like the first shoe they think of. Oh yeah yeah. Well I think Run now DMC. it's Yeezys. Now it's well, Yeezys. yeah, now it's Yeezys. Well, as a general population, people think of that shoe. Yeah, you know, not a lot of people, uh, <laughs> not a lot of people know off rip that Yeezys are Adidas. Like I've, when I tell yeah, people no, that a crazy. lot, they're like, "Huh, what? Those are Adidas now too?" Like people because people never say a Yeezy Adidas or Adidas right, Yeezys. They just, just say Yeezys. Yeezys. Yeah, three fifties. Well, I I think that's that's what that's that's kind of why I don't know like Nike. Uh, Nike kind of has like a one up on Adidas in a way. Like I remember, I, I was mm-hmm. telling y'all before yeah, uh, that I like Adidas. Not, I don't know if I like them necessarily more than Nike, but I do like them probably about the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I what what Nike has is like they. It was always the Nike Air Yeezy. You know what I mean? Like it was always synonymous with Nike. Like by the time that Kanye got to Adidas, his brand was its own like, entity thing at that point. You can't really call it adidas yeezy you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. it's just yeezy you know so that's something that kind of that i respect about nike is like he was with nike and he was real big but it was still the nike air yeezy too like it was he wasn't separate from nike and i think that's why he ended up leaving Mm -hmm. i think that's why he left in the first place was because he wanted to if i remember he wanted to leave because he couldn't be he wasn't able to like design his own shoe by himself Oh, he, he wanted to be like self-made shoe. He doesn't want like any ideas from anybody else and stuff like that. It's just creative control. Okay, so let's talk about creative control. Getting ideas from anyone else. Warren Lotus. That was kind of <laughs> like the whole idea for this podcast. The elephant in the room. What? 
it's not even an elephant to me. I don't think it's a big deal. Like I think it's it's pretty cut and dry what it is. He deserved to get. He's sued. a plagiarist. <laughs> I mean, yo, he's a fucking plagiarist. Like, look, it, I I get that Jeff Staple signed off on it, and I guess that's what he felt was going to give him the green light to do it. But at the end of the day, the silhouette is a Nike Dunk, and hundred percent, and uh, and it's not a Jeff Staple shoe; it's a Nike shoe. And they ba- exactly, and they basically because all he has the right for is that little pigeon logo, mm-hmm. and the the little Jason swoosh thing. That, that little he pigeon t- logo makes the original Nike shoe worth like fourteen thousand dollars. No, I I know that, but Which that original, crazy. but but that that original Nike shoe is worth money because it dropped once like years ago. Yeah. And that's the only time, if you weren't around then to get it, then you're not going to get it now unless you pay resale. Yeah, and at that time, there was no stock eggs. There was no, no, there was code. nothing like that. You had that. to go to stores. You had to be part out, of the culture, no dude. Raffles. And sneakerheads wasn't even on SBs like that. If you was on SBs, you skated in them. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, bro. Like, a, for you to find a pair of minty uh, pigeons right now would be crazy because I'd seen those shoes plenty. Like, I've seen them everywhere. And... and Maybe not everywhere, but I'd seen them a lot, and they were had skated in. Value back in the day, but like compared to now, it's completely different. No, no, no. It's not. It wasn't in the thousands. Like the only sneaker that I heard that was like that back then, I'm you know obviously uh, other than like original Air Jordans, you know like eighty fives and stuff like that, mm-hmm. was was Air Mags. Oh, D- Dornbreckers too. But yeah. Air Mags were the only ones that were hitting like five figures. You know, no, what there I mean? was there was some SBs like the the yellow lobsters, the red lobsters, like the stuff that you couldn't get. But those shoes came out in like. The early two thousands, like those came out that uh, that long like, ago. Yeah. So like the purple lobsters are the like most recent ones. Yeah. So, but the yellow and the red ones came out way back then. Yeah, bro, they're they're expensive. They're like wow. in upwards of ten thousand dollars plus. I seen that, but I didn't know when they actually dropped. I never looked. And even the Tiffany Dunks, the the oh, SBs, yeah, the lows. Yeah, oh, those yeah. are like creeping like three four k. If you can find a minty, you can get a lot of money for that shoe. Yeah, bro. But that's, that's the thing is that's like now. I feel like when I was in high school, like the, the most high, probably even even Air Yeezy twos, the Solar Reds were like two three thousand. Yeah, so you know the, what I mean. The thing is, from back in the day till now, people manipulate the market right now. That's why I don't. That's what it is. That's why I can't I can't justify to myself buying um crazy hype shoes like these. If I wanted to buy these. Uh, on StockX, it's like six hundred dollars right now. On my You're size, talking about the off white, off white, off white fives, right? The gray ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that the the price is artificial. Like it's that price because of the false scarcity. Like mm-hmm. Nike can make can make as many fucking pairs as they want. Artificial they only scarcity? make yeah yeah yeah. yeah they only make a certain amount because they know it's gonna resell. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna have this prestige on Nike's name because their shoes are reselling for so much. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't feel like, uh, like that little sense of prestige is worth me paying that much more over retail. Like when I can get the shoes for under retail that are maybe, uh, not as detailed in quality all, all the time, a hundred percent. You can't tell on foot. You can just tell when you're grabbing the shoe in hand and you're actually observing it. But like reps nowadays and reps are like close to perfect, if not perfect. It's really hard. It's getting really scary because they're getting better. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're getting the smarter. Most, the shoe that has been faked the most and will always... Yeezys. I think it's yes. the trap. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, Yeezys. Yeah, you're right. You're Yeezys. right. Yes, Yeezys yes. are the per- 350s. There's perfect reps out there. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, You yeah. can't even tell that they're fake unless you have a black light and you find the little Chinese symbols <laughs> on the shoe or the box. <laughs> and that's the thing, and too, is that... people don't know that. People and, don't know that, bro. They get finessed out here. And they get through StockX as well. And All it, the time. And it also... It, again, it devalues... 
the the idea because how many people are walking around right now with a shoe they got on StockX that's a fake 350 V2 that a they lot. paid they paid three four hundred dollars for and it's really a sixty dollar batch from uh, OG Tony <laughs> yeah you know what I mean quality Shout reps ready yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so you know and 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 they're walking around proud as fuck because they dropped four hundred. Whereas a dude who pays sixty is walking around feeling just as fine just about as himself, just you know as what I mean? right? So, so um, that's kind of my my thing for it. And I know, um, but th- and that's why I don't get why 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 is like this shoe, this worn Lotus Pigeon Jason Voorhees shoe, looked at like it's some kind of fucking revelation in the shoe game. Like he snapped and this and that, because and then like the it's a jip. It's because the original Staple Pigeon has never came out, and this is the closest thing that people will ever get to touch to a Staple Pigeon. And okay, so let me so let me so, so let me ask you a question. Jeff Staples uh-huh. backed it up, right? Just made it even more sought out. So what what is what is what is closer to a real Nike, uh, uh, Pigeon SB, uh, a Warren Lotus Jason Pigeon, or a replica one to one? A Warren Lotus. Why? Because it's backed by Jeff Staples. But Jeff Staples is not Nike. All right, it doesn't so, matter. It's just a fact. Let me get your opinion, Aaron. Right, go ahead. All right, so um, just to shed a little insight on like what you were saying about cost. So I do agree with you in the terms of buying new shoes for resale value. I don't think that new shoes for resale value is worth it because you're not getting the money for your shoe. You're getting the money for the cost of the brand. Right. Now, if it's a used shoe, I recommend buying all hype shoes used. And the reason why is because you get your money back. Like, let's say you spent 350 on those same fives, right? Right. Like 350, 400, right? Now, you know that in between 400 and 600 is a new pair. So you have a margin for error. So like, let's say I got the shoes for 350. I can sell them for 400 because they're still in decent condition. They may not be brand new, but they're in decent condition. So I got $50 and I got to rock them. So it's kind of like, that's why... We gotten into this point of like shoes going in and out so quick because it's like people see the value, like people understand, like you can get that money back. So I'd rather spend the three fifty, get my four hundred, and I just made fifty bones, and I got a nice outfit that I got to wear the weekend. You get what I'm saying? So like I understand why they do it. I do it. Um, there's even been a, a a time like recently, like during the first podcast, like I quit my first job that I was working at um, when I was doing customer service back then. And I had like maybe like $1,500 that I spent personally in clothes, but I got a lot of it for retail or like resale prices that were really low stuff went up. And a lot of that stuff like gave me money in my pocket, you know, that I made money off of an investment, got the water closed for a couple months, you know, and I still had money in my pocket where I was able to pay my bills for a few months in advance while I was still getting work during COVID. So I understand why people do it. And really, that's really what the sneaker game is going to continue to be. You know, I guess the reason it's not so, um, uh, like, I guess, um, attractive of an idea to me is because it's a lot of effort. Yeah. And I have a lot going on already. I'm in a band um, trying to start a second side project. I'm doing the podcast. I work full time. So for me to have to worry about trying to get my money back on some clothes, you know, it, no, it would just be thing. too much mind space for me to I have to worry you. about that. So, but I totally like now I have a better understanding of why why I would do it. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of that, like for you, it makes sense financially. But I feel like for the majority of people who do it, um, they want the shoe to flex it. 
Yeah. It's purely for the flex. They want the attention. They want the likes from their peers. And then they want to be able to sell it because they really can't afford that. You yeah, know what I that's mean? really what it is. You can't and afford they, the lifestyle. It's, it's kind of like for... Is, my bad, no, uh, just to get this point across. It's kind of like someone who buys a new game from GameStop and to get the new game, they trade in that game they just bought for $30. Granted, it's sometimes at a profit, not at a loss. But I'm saying like, that's the dude that is like, yo, you want to play Modern Warfare 2? He's like, nah, I traded it in, bro. I can't. He's always playing the newest game, but he's only got like one or two games at a time. And yeah. to me, I'd rather have a big rotation of shit, uh, even if it's not legit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a big rotation of shit that I could wear and um and not have to worry about flipping it or not have to worry about oh I can't crease these because I want to resell them in a week or two. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I've seen the picture of like someone taking his air forces off while driving. You know, oh I don't want to crease them. God, the air forces look better beat. They're like they're like uh vans, nice the black shoot. vans. Yeah. Like it's a it's a good beater, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And then and then you have the opposite side of the spectrum where I see people who are like, yo, check out this eleven dollar batch of Nike Air Forces. It's like, wait, 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 listen. If you're into sneakers, at least at least spend ninety on a pair of Air Forces, dog. <laughs> Don't show me the eleven dollar Air Force batch, cause I will not humor that. Nah. Like at that point, I can't. I don't. That I can't. That I can't, shit can't get behind. That shit I can't do it. You can walking, get bro. it anywhere. Like you can walk into any Foot Locker and get a pair of Air Forces for ninety bucks. If you have to get the eleven dollar DH Gate batch of Forces, dog, nah. like give up, bro. Give I'm up. sorry. At that point, it's a wrap. But like, if there were Chicago ones at, at Foot Locker readily available or hype shoes readily available at Foot Locker, I, I wouldn't have the need to buy reps, you know. But that's the thing that makes the sneaker market the sneaker market. Yeah. The stuff is not readily available. Yeah. You're yeah. supposed to go out of your way. You're supposed to be waking that, up at 9 o'clock for a 10 o'clock drop. Yeah. You're supposed to be staying that, up that's until part, 3 that, And that's part of the culture, sure. But that's kind of marred by bots. But before we get to the bots thing, let's finish talking about Warren Lotus. So you don't think it's a jip. I mean, he took a silhouette of a shoe. He's a thief. And no, he, it's a jip. But the thing is, is like how he came to create that shoe, if that makes any sense. What do you mean how he came to create it? Because he got Jeff Staples to sign off on it? It's just like the popularity behind the shoe. The fact that... So he yeah. jipped off a popular shoe. I'm like, saying it's okay, what's the I'm difference? saying it's jipped. So, pause. so what's the difference between that and the Steve Madden, Bobo-ass Travis Scott shoe with the star on the side? Which shoe? Oh, you haven't seen that? No. Oh, okay. Well, Steve Madden came out with a shoe that looks just like the off-white um, Chicago's and one that has the same design where it has like the peeling off like eyelets and shit like that okay. and, and the stitching work. Like the ones? But it, yeah, yeah, like the, the off-white ones. But it, it has like the brown Travis Scott like mocha colorway. It's, that sounds gross. It's, it's awful, but I want, I mean, what's the difference between that and Warren Lotus? Like I'm, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you guys this shoe. Have you seen the shoe that I'm talking about? No. You guys, ha you haven't seen it either. Okay. Well, if you can tell me the difference, like look, look at these shoes. That shit is disgusting. Okay. What am I looking at? So what we have <laughs> now here. So we, what they're looking at right now is a Steve Madden shoe that came out that uh, everyone clowned them as soon as they came out because. Obviously, they are a ripoff of the off-white Jordan 1s Chicago and the uh, the Travis Scott Jordan 1s as well with the with the dark mocha colorway. Mm -hmm. So what is the difference between that? Where he took the silhouette of the shoe, changed the swoosh for a star, and uh, mixed in the, the mocha colorway. What be and Steve Madden is a, a higher-end uh, brand, so he is technically using high-end leather materials or whatever excuse you're about to give your boy. <laughs> 
So the thing is, is Nike came out with an SB. I don't know if it was like the beginning of this year or last year, oh, but it looks sorry. like a it looks like a Jordan Six. And the theory behind that SB was is like if it's sixty percent of the shoe is different, it's a completely different shoe. So I'm pretty sure that's why, from the gallery reasons, sixty percent of the shoe is not different though. The only things different about the shoe are the swoosh. Mm-hmm. The swoosh has a tongue. It has the heel tab on that Jordan, the Steve Madden. Jordan ones don't have that either. Oh yeah, yeah no, no, I'm and talking about Warren. Also, I'm talking about Warren Lotus. No, Warren. That's the thing. That's why Warren's getting sued. It's because his shoe thief. is 99.9 percent the shoe. Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just the fact that the colorways are there, and then the popularity behind it. So why, why are sneakerheads hyped? Like, what, what is the difference between that and a rep? Like, I, th- that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is like, what is the difference between that and a rep? Can you answer that? Hype beast, like reselling shoes. That's, that, that's literally it. Like, the only reason why Warren Lotus' shoe is worth something is because he had the original person that worked with Nike say that this shoe is kind of so what approved. And he was like, you know, I really don't care what Nike has to say. But let's be honest. Nike is one of the biggest athletic tech companies in the world. They're a billion-dollar company. They have some of the biggest and best lawyers in the world. If he thought he wasn't getting sued, he's retarded. Yeah, and then, Marcelo, you've expressed a point of view to me that you feel like this is a good thing, that he's getting sued, and I think it's completely the opposite. I think it's terrible that he's getting sued, especially by one of the biggest companies in the world. So what is your perspective that he's going to come out of this, like, better because of the publicity of it? Yeah, the publicity and the influence behind it. So my, the way I thought about it was, like, he he must have known. He knew he was going to get sued by this company one day, for sure, 110%. You look at the Heineken Warren Lotuses and compare it to the Heineken SBs nowadays, it's just Jason Voorhees on it as the difference and the color. And there's no star. And That's yeah. been the thing about the other shoes is that, uh, well, at least the Stussy ones didn't have anything. They're on the heel. But yeah, the Stussy's is... The Heineken's had the star, mm-hmm. and he took off the star, and then this one had the pigeon, but he actually put the pigeon on, and then I think that's when Nike decided to step in. Do you think they, they would have stepped in if he had not kept knocking off like weird colorways and not like one of the most legendary colorways of the SB. Nike would have just let him rack up the money before they sued him. But I feel like since this since this shoe is so like so sought out and so like huge, Nike's like, nah. So do you think that cause Warren has never admitted that he did this knowing Nike would sue him. He has been pretty adamant that oh this is a creative project and I had no intention to to copyright infringe or anything Nobody's like that. Nobody's going to admit to that. Okay, so already off top, we have someone who's n- like blatantly full of shit. Yeah. He he. Or, you're yeah. telling me he he's not going to admit that he he did this to get sued. Now I have n- no. We I'm have no way that. of I'm knowing not that. Saying that he did it to get sued. That's what you said. That's no, what no. he said. You said he 100 percent knew he was going to get sued one day. That's what you said. Oh no, yeah, 100 percent. So that's what I'm saying. He did this from day one, knowing that he was going to get sued. So it's not a creative project. It's a fucking publicity stunt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not art. It's not creative. It's not a shoe that should be sought after. It's a fucking jip, and um, I. I think he deserved to get sued. I think he's a clown, dude. Like, so honestly. I also think my theory behind why he made the, shoe, the shoes, he's like, all right, so I know Nike's ne- probably never going to release the shoe. Let me release this colorway. How he, I think how he started off, not now. I feel like now he's like, let's see how far I can take this before I get in the trouble. The Stussies had recently come out. Yeah. So what is... That's what I'm saying. Back in the day, I think he made uh, his own Chicago's, like SBs or something like that. Like the red pair of Warriors. No, nah, it, it, uh, it was a shoe that never came out. They, they were going to be Freddie SBs and they were going to be Jason SBs. 
yeah. So there was a pair of Jason SBs that was like rumored or something, and he ended up coming up with that pair. So I feel like when he started so, out the company in the beginning, I feel like he. he but that's to one really thing to do a colorway that's never come out versus a colorway that's very popular. No, that's what I'm saying. I feel like in the beginning he just wanted to do all right. Let me just release some shoes and stuff like that. And now he's like, let me see how far I can take this. Well, I think there's mm. a there's a no. I, I don't know, man, because you can't have that opinion and also have the opinion so, that he knew he was gonna get sued. So. Like the thing, all right. So the thing with Warren Lotus, right? Because we were even talking about this maybe about a week ago, um, and I I feel like you did. So I do feel like it is, uh, in a sense, is it's good publicity because all publicity is good publicity when you're building a business. But it's just terrible on what he did. So I feel like just like for for example, the shoe surgeon. The shoe surgeon is sponsored by Nike. He works for Nike. He can do customs. He does? Yes, yeah. he works for Nike. I he has a contract through Nike. Oh, he, wow. Yeah, he can do pop-ups. Uh, he does pop-ups with Nike all the time, and he teaches people how to do customs. Oh, wow. He charges so, $5,000 a class, though, to teach people how to do customs. Now, now, this is the problem. Warren Lotus made a shoe that's called Warren Lotus X Shoe. They, he never said Nike SB. He never gave any royalties to Nike. He never gave any money to Nike. He said, this is the shoe that I made off of a creative thought that I think is going to work. He sold the shoe. He never had any contracts, nothing written out with Nike. He deserves everything that's coming to him. I hope they take all of his money. I'm the I'm a big Nike supporter and I don't believe I don't believe in fake art. Like you can't say that you're making art when you're not giving back to the source. Like you see that all the time in fashion where people will make motifs off of an idea. Like there's so many runway shows where they've like sampled like a Rick Owens piece or a Margiela piece, but they made it into an actual piece of a brand. He just stole. He, he was a thief. He stole. Yeah, yeah no, I, I totally agree. Me and him were talking about it the other day. Like people sell customs on eBay. Like you get an Air Force One, they do they do the bandana colorway on the Air Force One, but it's Nike Air Force One custom. They're giving Nike, you know, their name. Yeah, they're not calling it their own shoe, you know what I mean? That's no, totally. what Warren Lotus didn't do. And I think uh, shoe surgeon, he also um, like I think he requires the person to give him the shoe. Like he doesn't just get no, the shoe and scratch. custom. No, he doesn't make it from scratch. He he he. People he send them the shoes. Class. No, not all the time. It depends on the shoe. Yeah, yeah. it depends For on sure. the shoe. Because he's had customs of. Travis Scott ones. He didn't yeah. make them from scratch. He took a real pair of Travis Scott ones and customized them. Those like that, yeah. But I'm talking about when he makes them from scratch because he made it was a snakeskin How does he Tesla make, shoe. A what? He made Elon Musk a pair of Jordan ones. No, let me let me yeah look that up for me. But I don't I don't. So how does he get the materials? He gets them from Nike. No, so like you can source fabric from different companies, like just like how like Nike sources their fabric from let's say about some company the, in Asia. Uh, you can uh, for the sole and, and and that kind of shit. I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can do it. Like you can you can 3D print soles for shoes. You can do a lot of stuff, bro. There, like when you go into the Nike factory, they literally have this machine that you can literally make anything that you can think about. Like, that's how big Nike's gotten. Like, they have this big 3D print machine. Like, you can do anything with soles, anything with the Nike check, flip it backwards, break it in half. You can do anything to a shoe, pretty much. Let's see what we got here. So, these are his test Elon Musk Tesla Tesla ones. Yo, these are fire. He does a snakeskin thing a lot. Yeah, he does. I see that a lot. But these, uh, these, um, 
These look like he took a, a, a pair and like did this to them, no? No, he has all the materials and stuff. That's I, nuts. I was doing my me, research dude. about it. Like I wanted to get into like. I can't imagine this dude glo- like, like gluing the sole <laughs> to the fucking. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, those are badass. I think stitching would be like the hardest part if you don't have the right tools. No, that, that, the stitching is easy. You just get the machine for it. But to me, it's the getting the the materials. That's the crazy part. And no, but I like think making he, the sole, making the midsole yeah, of the shoe. Yeah, that's, like, that's that's the art. crazy shit. I see these people working in the factories, dog, and that shit does not <laughs> look easy, dog. I mean, may, and maybe the rep makers use a different process than the official Nike people. But if this dude's just making them in his house or in his home studio or whatever he's doing, huge I mean, warehouse. But York, he actually. he makes them there. Yeah, he and I think he people. does them like by hand. I don't think he has like people to help him. So like that's what I'm saying. That's like, crazy. That's why, why do you need a giant warehouse if he's by himself? How does he have a giant warehouse if he's by himself? If he's the one doing all the shoes, because, that's what I'm saying. Because he makes the shoe, he makes the custom, and then he sells the custom for like anywhere from fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. But he doesn't mass produce. No, no, no. It's certain pairs. It's like he's releasing fifteen pairs, but he he makes the pairs after the fifteen pairs are sold. Because if people want to buy a size eight, then fifteen people go for a size eight. You know, like it's all made to order. No, for, so for he sure. has all the sizes on his site, and then as soon as fifteen sizes get sold, that's it. That's how he does it. Yeah, that that makes sense. Like, there's this guy named uh, Tony Rainwater. He does like Louis Vuitton customs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where he does the same thing. It's all hand painted stuff where he makes them himself, but he'll make like twenty pieces at a time, and then once they sell out, you sell out. You can't buy anymore that's it he doesn't re-release anything so that's cool i know i know shoe surgeon takes uh like custom orders from like celebrities a lot though yeah yeah i know it's um, a fee yeah yeah i mean he pay he charges a a a very premium price for his service but i definitely think it's worth it man like what was uh, that comedian that won the oscar that he was wearing those jordans man what was his name i don't know but i know he made the movie with uh the kkk oh sasha baron cohen no, 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 no. Let me pull him up. What movie with the KKK? Movie. Movie. With it was the based KKK. on a true story. It was like the black guy was a KKK member, but what? Yeah, that's a Dave Chappelle sketch. No, no, no. Yeah, this not, that definitely sounds like something Dave Chappelle. <laughs> that's a Dave Chappelle sketch. <laughs> the Black Klansman. There oh, you go. that's that is a movie. movie. That yeah. is a movie. Dang. Who Spike the f- Lee. Oh, Spike Lee. Yeah, Spike Lee had a wow. pair of custom Jordans made for him when he won the Oscars, and Dude, those Jordans are beautiful. Spike Lee, like, was part of the reason um, that Jordans got popular in the first place, I mm-hmm. think. He the wore them in Force. a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Influence is a huge thing also in the sneaker mar- in the sneaker community. 100%. I think that's one of the silliest parts of it. I mean, yeah. I get... I get um, wanting to wear a pair of shoes because you see someone you fuck with wearing them, but like the fact that it skyrockets the whole price of the yeah, shoe. Travis, the, I found out the shoe he was wearing. He was wearing a pair of Nike SB Newcastles. These were $350, $400, maybe three, four months ago. He wears it once, the shoe goes up over $1,000. What is so attractive to you about that? Like, just, why did you feel... Because... Just for some context for the listeners, um, before the show started, you felt adamant you needed to find this colorway to talk about this. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? What excites you so much about that prospect that you know, someone wears a shoe and it makes the value go up? That's the point. Is the fact that he just wore the shoe. He didn't say anything about the shoe. He just threw on a fit pig, posted it on the gram, and that's it. 
But that's literally like how businesses like Marcelo exist. Like if it wasn't for influencers, there wouldn't be a need to continue to buy more sneakers or buy more clothes. Because think about it, right? Like let's say you have a hundred shirts in your closet, right? Who's to say that you needed 101, but you saw your favorite celebrity rocking it. You see like a couple of your friends just got the new hottest release. It's all over Instagram. It's literally influence. It's like, it's that's that's what social media marketing, that's why it's valuable. Because like, if I can broadcast something to you enough times and you see enough people that you like wearing it, eventually, psychologically, you're going to think that that's something that you would want to eventually do because you generally do believe in the beliefs of people that you like. Yeah. Like, with him and Travis Scott, like, it makes perfect sense because think about it. Like, he could, like, somebody probably has that shoe stock, like, and they just like the shoe. That shoe was at $300 and they look on StockX, they just made $3,000 just by keeping the shoe. So, like, it's life, bro. That's, that's, that's what keeps everything going. That's what keeps the want from new clothes to keep coming into the that's market. That's why, to me, when you were bringing up, like, why, do, why did I have the two infrareds? But got rid of them both. Like I want to go for the next best shoe. Like yeah. if I could get it for retail, I'll rock it and then sell it. Because I paid, they say for a Jordan one, I paid one hundred and seventy dollars. I wear it once. I could still get three hundred dollars for the shoe. The shoe's going for like four hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And I also want to throw like on the gram. Like to me, influence is a huge thing, and that's something I would want to do. You want to be an influencer? Yeah, of course. Isn't that like it's hard? The most vain thing you could be? No. I don't think so. Yeah, but it's fun because fashion's vain. So at what point do you know what you actually like versus what you've been influenced to like? When you start influencing others. What does that mean? So like, all right. So Because think of- you, you, you were just explaining that at some point you see something so many times that it's just going to be in, embedded in your brain that you need that, that you want that. Exactly. So at, at what point do you differentiate what you actually like versus what you just want because it's there and you know it's hype and you know you're going to get the comments and the clout for wearing it versus I actually like this? Because you got to start from somewhere. All right, so what think does that about mean, it, right? Though? No, but think about it. Like, okay, so a perfect example of that is ASAP Rocky, one of the most fashionable dudes in rap, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever say that he stole a trend for somebody because they believe that he started most of them, right? Mm-hmm. So if you create a level of influence where you don't have to follow a trend where you're creating them, then that's that's when people know what you like. So, like, for example, like, you may like a lot of things that people don't know what you like, but there's a lot of things that people know that you like. Like, for example, you're in a band. They know that you like that kind of music. That's just something that they can pick up on. But there's probably a ton of things that you like that people don't know. So if you can build the influence to market the things that you like, you just made a liability turn into asset. You made a business. You get what I'm saying? Like you just went from being a businessman to making yourself a business. Okay. I see I see what you're saying. To get to that level though, you have to be as famous as someone like ASAP Rocky or Tyler the Creator, who basically made Supreme what it is today. Or Sean Witherspoon. He started a store in Virginia and was completely poor and used to sell polos out of his locker and then became a millionaire because of influence. Because he started to build a name within the community, people started to see... Well, look at Antisocial Social Club. That's a good example. He came and went, though. You could find success, and and where's he at now, though? He's not consistent. His shipping is always late. Yeah, his shipping is not (laughs) awful, bro. I remember I ordered a shirt in May, three shirts in May, when they dropped the Playboy collab. I only got two of the shirts. I messaged customer support. They never responded or anything like that, bro. 
The anti-social social club has the worst shipping, worst customer service in the world, bro. So these are the brands the that name, are sought after, though. Yeah, yeah, the name itself, bro. People would wait. People would wait months yeah. and months on end for the clothing, bro. No I'm matter what. Just to sell it, though. Yeah, it's worth it. So think about it. So, like, if you can spend the same amount of money on that shirt, right, and double your profit by wearing it, why wouldn't you? What do you mean double? Because because you're saying, like, if I am, uh, like... So, like, you bought a shirt, right? Let's say the shirt's $40, right? Right. The market on the shirt now is $160 for a new one, right? Why wouldn't you sell the shirt for $80 if somebody offered you $80? Because I like the shirt. So, why not buy a new one if that's a shirt that you do like? What do but you, you mean? Made, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, like I have a Tyler the Creator Igor tour shirt. No, but that's different. Someone could, could I'm sure it's worth money. I've seen it sell for two hundred dollars on yeah. Grailed. I'm not going to take the two hundred dollars. I've worn the shirt plenty of times because I like the shirt. I mean, that's fair. It all depends on the person, I, honestly. Because I feel like there's, I, I'm never going to run out of things that I like. There's always going to be new things that come out that's going to catch my attention. Like at one point, at what point would you sell those shoes? Like you like them, you're, you're sitting on them right now because you 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 told everyone at the top of the show, hey, pick these up, they're gonna go up. Yeah. So at what point do you say, oh no, these are worth too much, I'm shipping them. If they go, if they went up to seven hundred dollars, I'll take them off my feet and sell them to somebody. If they went up to a thousand dollars, I'll take them off selling my feet. So there is there is no pair of shoes that you could like so much that you would never sell them. No, because all right. That's so the crazy. way that I think about it, right, is like one day. From me investing into myself, I'm going to have enough money to buy whatever shoe I want. So it's like this $200 shoe right now is worth $200 right now, maybe worth $1,500 down the road. But let's say I'm making $300,000 a year, right? That doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying? Like, because you have the opportunity to buy it again. It's not something that's going to go away. And that's the problem that people see with clothes. They look at something and they say, I have to get this now because I might not ever be able to get it again. But that's untrue because these are always going to exist. They're always going yeah, to Yeah, but exist. they're not always going to cost what they cost now. Exactly. But if cost doesn't matter, then what's the difference from you buying the shoe now and then? I think that's... that's uh that's that's a good thought. Obviously, if you got money yeah. in the bank, nothing the cost of nothing matters. But that's not yeah. that's not what I'm referring to. I'm not saying if someone offers you something unimaginable. Obviously, if someone offered me a million dollars, I don't care what shoes I'm wearing, I'm gonna take the million dollars. But we're talking about within reason. Seven you know to I mean? seven hundred to a thousand dollars. That's fine. And that and that that, I mean, I mean at that point, right? What do you do with that money? Like buy I mean, more shoes. Just buy more shoes. Buy buy, buy more buy things that I like. Shoe. No, not the next hot shoe, the next shoe that I like. But if you like those, why'd you get rid of those? Just to why? buy more shoes? Like Because there's another shoe that I like. See, that's what fashion changes. Do you have a favorite shoe? Do, do, I? do either of you have a favorite shoe? I, I used to. I don't have a favorite shoe anymore. Travis Scott, Jordan 1, hi. I don't have a favorite shoe. Would to you me? sell those? No. So there is a shoe that you wouldn't sell. I respect yeah. that. But you won't wear them either, fucker. <laughs> so if you're never going to sell them, why not no, wear I'm a, them? I'm going to wear them. I'm going to, to wear them where I can present opportunity. Where opportunity will be presented to me if I wear it. That's what I'm saying. Like To me, presentation you, is everything. Do you feel like... Because this is something that I've, I've, I've had to learn like the hard way. Not really. I don't know. It's not really the hard of a lesson to learn. Uh, but I used to really feel like when i put on a hype pair of shoes that every room i walked in everyone knew what they were and everyone knew how much they cost they and don't. everyone cared and they do not especially girls girls don't care about they don't shoes at they all. really that's i mean the unless they're hypebeast but so that's what i'm saying so what is this idea in your head marcelo that you have like 
do you feel like because you have a pair of Travis Scott ones on that people are gonna f- view you differently if you walk into a room? It depends on the room, and yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, that's pretty fair to say. Like, but who are you trying to impress? Are you trying to impress other people, or do you want to do it because do you it for fuck me? Because it? it's a conversation starter. That's what I think. Like, not in life, opportunity is never given to you. You have to make your own opportunity, and little stuff like that, you can make your own opportunity. You're wearing a pair of fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars shoes. People are gonna come up to you and be like, "How'd you get those shoes and stuff like that?" And then you start off from there. It's a conversation starter. You can sell you hit yourself. on sneakers, you can market yourself. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, but they don't need to know that though. <laughs> that's, but that's, that's what happened. But think about it: if that's he's at an thing. event, he uh-huh. can have like twenty pairs of shoes. He has his own table. He has a pair of Travis Scott ones on. Would you buy? Would you buy? A, would you buy your shoes from the guy that has a pair of Travis Scott ones on, or a pair of beat up Air Forces with fucking crinked in the front? Which one do you think are real? Cool. You're gonna go to the guy that looks like he has money because it's influence. Okay, you get what that's I'm saying. Good, that's a good point. And it's influence, that, just like in fashion. Like you're not gonna go to the busted dude that's wearing some random gym shorts he had since high school. You're gonna go to the guy that's repping his brand, that's wearing it well, that has models that's wearing it well. That's what's gonna encourage you to buy. Like it's all influence. It's all marketing, and that's how business starts. You have to want it, just like Walmart, right? I'm quite sure Walmart started off as some little department store that nobody knew what it was. But they put money, they marketed it well, more people started to shop there, prices got cheaper. Because prices got cheaper, what does that get? That gets the conversation starting. Oh, I can get X amount of groceries for a lot less if I go to Walmart versus Target. So now more people are talking about it. It's in the conversation. So now more people are thinking, okay, if I could save more money by just going a little bit farther down the street, I'm going to shop at Walmart instead of Target. But that just took more business than you think it takes. Like that one person could have told 10 people. And those 10 people could have told 20 people. You get what I'm saying? So it's, it's I see a, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, it's a snowball effect of influence. Like people is what make things worth more than what they are. Like we were talking about like the dollar is a perfect example of that. Like who's to say that a dollar is worth a dollar? You and I. Because if I gave you a certain amount of money, that certain amount of money is worth something to you and it's worth something to me because we can buy things with it. But if the dollar didn't exist, who who's to say that something is worth something? You get, I mean, you, you it's would, worth whatever you're willing to give up for. Exactly. It. You would trade something because then that's that's how an exchange would then work because right. there's no nothing for it to give value. There's no but money, money monetarily value. Yeah, but there's like a, a, the value of how much you need something. Exactly. It's like water. If you're in the middle of a desert, water is going to be worth way more to you than some Travis Scott ones. Exactly. Right. But that's because of influence. That's because of things outside of what's currently going on. That's creating a situation that you now need something more than you actually need it. Right. And that's like how influence is created. That's why big influencers like Sean Witherspoon, Jeff Staples. uh, Jeff Staples is still an influencer. uh, He has a podcast. He brings on like a lot of relevant figures that are within the community. So I would say, yes, he's an influencer because he speaks to a lot of influencers. He's like a veteran. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, like with with all of those things existing is why sneakers is a community and why resellers have jobs. Like, but if we all thought about shoes like how you would think about shoes, right? He would never that he wouldn't have a job because shoes wouldn't be worth anything and then thus they will be more in stores so you would just be able to buy them. Like think about it, like in like after we got out of high school, like there was a good two year period where shoes were just sitting on the shelf. Like good shoes too. Yeah. They were just sitting there. People just stopped caring about them. Because the sneaker community started to die off. There wasn't a real influence. There wasn't something to keep it rolling. There wasn't a stock X. There wasn't a real monetary value on a shoe. It's like, I feel like this shoe is worth this. Would you pay for it? 
kind of thing. Right, right, right. So influence is what's driving the market for fashion, rap, all of it, man. I just feel like it's not necessarily a good thing. It's a good thing for resellers. If it's yeah. a good thing if that's your business, but for the culture, I don't know if it's necessarily the best thing. That it's the awful for the culture, and it's, it's crazy. terrible. It's crazy because Travis Scott himself literally came out after the Jordan, the highs and the lows got botted. He was like, "We can't be doing this anymore." So now, whenever he releases shoes, he does it through a raffle. Mm-hmm. Through his website and the same thing through sneakers. They're all raffles. They're not first come first serve anymore. I, I mean, I can't disagree with that. That's smart. I mean, when we see these pictures of these people with 300 Walls pairs, and it's all Travis Scott ones, I mean, how is that fair for anybody? Yeah, and then people are getting backdoored as well. I mean, it was already hard but enough to compete. Thing. Those people who get it backdoored, they have a connection. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the how fact does that, make that it there's no check and balance system fair. for that. Yeah, there is no check and balance for that. How, why does that make it okay that they have a connection? Because they could get whatever they want. But why does that make it okay? It's not okay. It's just a fact that. Like, so then, why are you bringing that up to justify? The reason why it? I'm bringing it up because he's a reseller. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of you're the you're the you're the bad guy. Yeah. This so is like the plot bro. twist. I just realized hey, it. God yeah, he's the bad guy. That's why you have to That's understand. My, my mentality is he has to be the you. influencer. He has to continue to push the market to make little. So kids how can you be part of the parents. culture and be a reseller if you just admitted that it's bad for the culture? Because I can do what I want. It, it, it's how you pay bills, dog. At the end of the day, there's people doing really crooked stuff, and it's a legal business. There's people selling kids, bro, to pay bills. That's I'm uh, selling well, We're not comparing. But that's that's it, taking but it to yeah, 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 nah, that's a whole guy. other. That's to that's, that's a whole other level. It's, it's just yeah. the point. It's just the point that you know people do whatever for money, and I'm just doing it like. I don't think it's fucked up. I'm just. And doing also, it. it helps build his collection. It's it, it's it, not a collection if you keep selling them. But there are shoes that he keeps. Like that, that he never wears. That you never hey, wear. The only sho- I've worn every single shoe so you far. Worn the six- have Scott's. you worn the sixes? I wore them once. He did wear them once. He actually okay. has a picture with those. Okay, all right, I stand corrected. But you haven't worn the ones. The ones, no, they're still no. dead stock with lace bags attached. Not the and not the lows either. Not the lows either. Uh-uh. Why not? I just don't want to. There's no opportunity for me to show them off. Anymore. I keep telling them to just sell them. And stuff they keep like going that. up. Like, why am I just, just gonna go ahead and in place? I don't know. I just think very differently, bro. Like, it's just the way that I see shoes and the way I see fashion and stuff like that. But I feel you. I think like you. That's why I buy used. So I get my money back and I get fresh. No, I, f- I, I, I you, get you, it. You always buy it with Marcelito, bro. Yeah. Oh, uh, sponsor Sunshine Kicks. That's where I get all my shoes from. Um, y'all shop with him. He's legit. We don't, we don't shop with no fake shoes. I don't, I don't rep with no reps, but you know. <laughs> just saying. I feel attacked. Just saying. JC, bro, we got a shout out, bro, for your reps, bro. We got a shout out. OG Tony, man. That's the guy. <laughs> no, listen, like, look. Yo, I, I need some I, rep chrome heart. <laughs> what is a rep chrome heart? What is that? I need. I, chrome uh, hearts are, is a fashion brand. It's like they make I've like $4,000 jeans. I'm not spending $4,000. crazy. Um, there's Min- there's, there's no material. The Minimal came out with the same ones for 60 bucks and got sued by chrome hearts like that. Because they stole their cross. Yeah, they're, they're thieves. Literally. What is so, so special about their jeans? Uh, so Like a stitch that they use? No. It's it's literally influence. That, like they use like low budget material. It's not even super high quality material. It's nothing crazy. Like you can honestly get a pair of like thousand dollar Amiri jeans and they feel better than a pair of Chrome Hearts. Like Chrome Hearts are probably very comparable to Levi's. 
in my opinion. And you're literally just buying crosses and literally because some of your favorite rappers are wearing them. No, that's crazy. See, that's where influence is like that's That's where where influence goes wrong. You feel me? Like Deja Bell when keeping it real goes wrong. That's when (laughs) influence goes wrong, dude. That's crazy. And to me, the jeans look nice because I've never seen a jean like that where it's like like they're leather patch crosses that are sewn on the jeans, but I could honestly do that myself. That's the real reason why I would never buy a Chrome Hearts product. We were literally talking about that this week too. Yeah, I, I would never buy a Chrome Hearts product ever. Look, I, I can't. For me, look, I get retail when I can. Like I'm not someone who's like I said buying eleven dollar Air Forces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facts. If facts. I, like I was in New York, I needed a pair of shoes. I go get Air Force. They had the actual the, like the all green neon um, Yeezys that came out, not the frozen yellows, like the more, the more recent ones. I know what you came about. out. The glows. I think they're uh, not even, not even, not not the even. Marshes. Mar- some shit like that. But they, they, they were they were like an all over highlighter type thing, and they had those at Foot Locker. And you know I could have got them, but it's not really a colorway that I like. Uh, like right now, I'm, I'm looking at a pair of, at 380s. You know they're mostly going for under retail on StockX. I might get a pair all of those. All 380s go for under retail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only yeah. one that doesn't go for under retail is the Alien. first one. Yeah, the aliens. Yeah. Uh, Those so are hard. I was looking about getting at that. I mean, my thing with the reps is, um, like, I, I don't, I, I bring these up a lot, but I don't like justifying them. I just fuck with shoes. Like, I, for me, I like a shoe because I like how it looks. You know what I mean? It's I not appreciate about, that, though. It's not about, like, the price or whatever. Like, no, that's, that's the thing, dope. That's the thing with me. Whenever I buy shoes, nah, you're, wanna... you're the enemy. You're the enemy. No, no, no. No, no you are a hype beast, Marcelo. No, I'm a hype beast. Yeah, that's fine. You can call me whatever you want. But I'm not always gonna wear the hypest shoe. Like I've had the strange loves. I sold the strange. You loves. sold the strange loves? Yeah, I sold, the, sold them this weekend. Just this weekend. <laughs> oh my god! How I much had, you get for them? Uh, can you tell me, or can I? I'll mute your mic. I'll mute your mic. All right. Well, that's how much. That's nice. Okay. I had the cactus trails. I can't believe you sold the strange sold loves, them. dog. You know how ma- how bad I wanted those shoes. It's crazy because that was the Bruh, same day that the Jordan. We both missed the same day, bro. Let's just say that we both missed the same day. The Jordan one eighty fives came out the same day, and everybody said the eighty five is gonna be worth the most, bro. It's the original. It's like the original bread. And they're like, nah, bro. The SBs were definitely the way, bro. The eighty fives are going for maybe five hundred, sub six hundred. I went for both, missed twice. The strange lows. Yeah, I went for the both. The same too. day, they went up to five hundred. The following month, it went up to thirteen hundred. Oh my god, such a L. Man, I hate that. And the same thing with the chunky donkeys, bro. I really wanted chunky donkeys. I really wanted Travis mm, Scott Dunks. Don't even say chunky. Donkeys. I really wanted. Really finesse a pair of chunky donkeys. What do you mean? We gotta say that off them? camera though. So he got a, so he finessed a pair of uh, chunky donkeys, and then he traded his chunky donkeys for a pair of off white fours and five hundred bucks. He wore the off white fours once. Traded the off-white fours for a pair of Grateful Dead yellows and a thousand. Snapped. So he got the shoe, traded it, got another shoe in cash, got the other shoe, traded it, and got another shoe in cash worth more than the original shoe that he already wore. And the reason why is that because of the people that are wearing the shoe. Off-white fours, like not the generic person is going to be wearing it. Like only celebrities that are wearing that shoe because it's so expensive and sought out. Like nobody's that gonna was a really hard one to get. Nobody's gonna justify to get paying sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars for a women's shoe. They did come in a women's size. Yeah, that's, that's why a they're good so expensive. Yeah, it was I forgot only. about that. They were supposed to drop in men's too, weren't they? No, they were. It was a women's so shoe. it was supposed to. So what was supposed to happen was it was supposed to drop in men's on his art website, the Yellow Canary website or whatever. But the website went down. They never dropped, so he only dropped the women's size, and that's probably why the price is so extorted because mm-hmm. it didn't get sure? the second release. Aren't the, aren't the black fours going to be men's? 
Those are supposed to come out too, but the the creams were supposed to come out in men's sizes. Yeah, I it was supposed to have two that. releases. Cause remember, yeah. he has a release on Off White, and he has a release uh, through he has the release through uh, Nike through the sneaker apps. But yeah. he also had Kith and all these other tier one stores. But those are raffles. Like that's different. They probably like got the shoe backdoor from some like reseller and was just taking raffle money. Like that's different. Honestly, almost I think every single tier one store backdoors like ninety nine percent of their pairs. Um, funny story. So when we went for the Travis Scott SBs, uh, we went for the Travis Scott SBs. They said that they only had ten pairs. Right now, mind you, every other store had twenty five plus pairs, but this random store only had ten. You backdoor fifteen. Island Water Sports in Deerfield, by the way. This is a store we went to. Yeah, this this is fact. Like, this is fact. No fiction. I spent a, I spent $250 on raffle tickets and not hit the shoe. Buddy spends... We were there the same day. He bought $500 of the raffle tickets. Nuts. To go for a shoe in his size that they only had two pairs. He hit. And he hit. It was the first name to be pulled out. It was fun. Well, I mean, he spent $500. Like, nobody's spending $500 on raffle tickets. But think about that. He Like, think about spending $500 with the chance to lose, though. That's nuts. That's retarded. I would That's never do crazy. that. Crazy. I would never do. No, nah, there's no way. I put like a hundred dollars in. Dang That's what you me. guys That's did. It. I put a hundred dollars in for raffle and dang. So you got a hundred tickets in there? No, no, no. Hundred dollars per ticket. Yeah, so I got ten tickets. But that guy spent fifty. But we were different sizes. We make sure we were different sizes. I'm like, yo, what size are you? Because I'm not putting in. He was going for a size nine. And we're ten and a half. Yeah. So if if I hit, then I would just sell to Marcelo, obviously, because then we will just break the profits down when he sells the shoe. That's crazy, bro. Yes. I, I I never knew that people were trying to like just throw five hundred dollars down for the chance. And bro. I was talking to Aaron that same day, and I was like, "You think I should do the same thing?" He was like, "Nah." No. I was like, "Don't do it." No. And dude. I I broke it down to him. Statistically, the only reason why he probably won is because. Maybe his tickets were on the top. His yeah, because he's he just spent that much money and then they're just dumping his tickets in. I was like, Marcelo, like there's a lot of people that just came in and a good amount of them look like your size. Don't waste your time. Like they had, if they don't call you, they don't we call you. We asked him how many tickets they had. Like Rafa tickets said over three thousand tickets mm-hmm. for ten pairs. Yeah. But in your size? No, no, no. Ten spread pairs out. Total, three thousand in total. So but you guys think that they had twenty five and they backdoored fifteen? Every store was supposed to get twenty five. I f- we found that out actually after that after? every store was supposed to get 25, every skate shop. Yeah. Because, because those only go to exclusive skate yeah, shops. No, that's the thing. That SB only got released in stores. It never got released online except the Travis Scott website. Yeah. It never got released on sneakers. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you just can't prove that a store is backdooring because it's like, who's... Cash to- transaction. And- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you're paying cash for raffle tickets. A lot of people are paying cash for the physical, like... Like once they shoe. once they're getting the shoes, so yeah. it's like it's really hard to catch. You know what's like another that. shoe is a really good fucking example? The Soul Fly ones, bro. Oh yeah, Art Basel weekend. None of them Those released because nuts. there was a fake riot in the audience. Uh, no, Chris told me about it. Chris Taff. Yeah. Taff told me it was the people from New York where they were causing like a whole bunch of trouble and stuff like that. So they it's had to cancel riot. the release. So think about so, it. So February of 2019, Aaron, Leroy, and I we go to Sneaker Con uh, for Lauderdale. Every table, everybody has soul flies, bro. They're $1,500 a piece because they never hit the market. Yes, bro. They never got an actual release except maybe it was May of 2019. They released on Frenzy. And you had to be in the area of the old Orange Bowl. Yeah, I remember I tried to get those. But now think about it, right? Uh, A disruption in the crowd starts off. They cancel the release. 
they don't have any shoes to redo the release. What happened to the shoes? The people that started the riot is working with the managers to get the shoes. This happens all the time, bro. There's people, like if you have money, you can buy connections. There's people out here that buy like managers at these big sneaker companies that, that do the stock and the inventory. They'll pay them thousands of dollars to see that stuff just so happily went missing. That's why there's a rep market. Yeah, that's really what it is. That's why there's a rep market. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for shit like that, there wouldn't be a need for reps. Um, and that doesn't justify, you know, plagiarism and, and, and selling illegal shit. But at the end the of the day... The hype's not real, man. At the like, end of the day, good. it's all fabricated, bro. It's yeah. all fabricated, and it's kind of disappointing, especially um, when we haven't even talked about bots yet. <laughs> um, I mean, I, how do you feel about bots? I mean, do you... I, I to can't, me, is the best thing. Okay. To the community is the worst thing. But you were you've been on both sides. You've had bots and you haven't. And that's bots. why he bought a bot. <laughs> yeah, I literally bought a bot. If you can't I, beat I, him, join him. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have a bot, how do you mitigate that? Is that is that just a problem we have to deal with now? When's that gonna go away? Like I honestly think like even the normal person, like if you're a normal person that likes shoes and you you genuinely buy like above average releases very often, a bot is very profitable for you. Like, just in the sense of being able to nab the release. Because yeah. think about the thousands of people that are running these bots. Hundreds of thousands. And you know what's crazy? Because there's a resale market on the shoes, there's a resale market on the bots. Because people bought bots. Well, I mean, do, do you guys understand how a bot works? Or you just buy one? And no, just I, no I understand how it works. He, he so does. I don't buy. So how do you buy a bot? Like, what? who makes them? Why can't you make it yourself? Like, you can't, what? but I'm not a programmer. I don't spend my entire life just trying to do that. Like, spend my, you know, my. It's also hard because, like, they do like a lot of like. Makes sense. So it's like coding and shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. they do like a lot of testing and stuff with those bots because it's basically a macro. So I don't know if you've ever like used any like computer game cheats. Like, if you're ever playing a game. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like when when you're using a macro, like it's just like you telling the computer to do a sequence of steps. But some of these bots have gotten like so like elaborate, like they can do captures for you. Like you know, on like certain websites where you have to do the yeah, physical prove capture. You're not a robot or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. it can analyze the captcha and then immediately submit the correct answer. Yeah. That's nuts. That's why for Yeezy Supply and Adidas, they use Captcha V three that you don't need to show you don't need to do that uh like and click a the puzzle squares or whatever. Or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the way it works is a lot of people don't know this. For you to get through the waiting room on Adidas and and Yeezy Supply, there's a thing called your Google score. Your Google score has to be 0.9. It goes from 0.1 to 0.9. It basically tells the website how trusted you are. Because how long you've been using your Google, how long you've been on YouTube, logged into your Google email, how long have you been sending emails and stuff like that for. It's just like credit. How long have you? How long was your so credit So the longer you've had an account, the more trustworthy yeah, you are so to people them? people literally sell... Google accounts from 2008 and below. What the fuck? Yeah, because there's a market how, for everything, bro. Of how long it's been open. Active, Google right, account. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they get sell sales better, because more consistently. They get through Yeezy lines they get more through often. The waiting room. So you're bought, you bought 30 Google accounts at a dollar a piece, right? You go in with the bot, you make 30 tasks. So the task is how many people are basically trying to get through the site. So that's the thing about a bot. And it'll prioritize the accounts that have been allowed uh, no, around you, longer? you just get through the waiting room. Yeah, exactly. The site itself prioritizes the accounts that have been on the site on Google longer. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the way that bots work is basically you're one person running the bot, but the bot could be 
100 people could be a thousand people depending how many tasks you have open and it's smart because like let's say like you have a group of friends right like and all of you guys got a credit card right and all of you guys are trusted where y'all meet up at a, a equal location on release day all of y'all can set up a task for each individual credit card which each individual shipping address and then you can get more shoes because it's not going to block you from sending to the same address because a lot what happens is they'll check the billing and shipping addresses that you're sending it to so if it matches a lot of the times they'll cancel order and let an order go through because they know that you're botting because how did you get two to go through and then the order got done in less than two minutes two milliseconds from being sold out you get what i'm right, saying it doesn't right. make sense right so like so there's a way to actually get over that when you're botting so when you're botting to change your address uh you put a a letter in front of the number so like let's say your address is one two three four sim street right you put a one two three four sim street or you if you're living in a house you could put one two three four sim street room one room two room three room four room five go up to 100 if you really wanted to there's no way to prove it, mm-hmm. but there is a chance. There is a chance that the post office could fucked up, seeing as how it's a different no address, because no? you put it on the second address. I've done it many times. Oh, he's okay. saying like address up. line two. Okay, yeah, okay. that's cool. That's, that's cool. smart. That's smart. And the way for the text. credit cards, you can use a bot text credit card, uh, Capital One Eno or Privacy. So Privacy, you link your debit card to the Privacy, mm-hmm. but Privacy can make you like. 15, 20 different virtual credit cards. So that's 15 to 20 different card numbers that you have that's linked to your debit card. And so there's no way that they could be like, oh, it's all the same credit card. It's yep, clearly a bot. Exactly. That's some nutty shit. That's man. why the American, crazy. the American Express business card is like the best card because... You get rewards points too, so you get free money on yeah, top of money. you get money. the rewards points. Not even that. On the app, you could just pull up the different kind of credit card numbers you want to do. You could do that as well with... With American Express, yeah. Man, man technology is getting to another level, but... Again, that's, that's why, people, why I got my my dog Tony. Shouts out to Tony. Thank you oh, so much. Geez. That's why people, that's why people are able to buy walls of shoe at retail price, bro. And that I don't know, man. I feel like that just takes the fun out of it for me. Like I was fun. so excited when I hit on the infrared sixes, and when I was walking through the mall, and I was like, "Hey, man, you guys happen to oh. have bread elevens?" And they're like, "Yeah, Waiting we have bread elevens." You know, Waiting like in line. That was that was the best, bro. Like able to camp out for shoes, bro. It yeah. sucks that I never got to experience it, but I've heard the stories on it, and this is a whole vibe, bro. bro it's I, a whole vibe. Just sitting there with your homies talking shit overnight when it's raining and stuff like that. You got your umbrella under and stuff like that. You're just chilling, bro. Just waiting for the shoe to drop the next morning. For it's like, like 12, tailgating at a football hours. game or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I remember back in middle school, dude, I had a pair of Nike Dunks, dude. Like, they were green suede, like, with some gray on the on the, the little uh, tags on the side, you know? Like, yeah. the, the flap shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, they had Dunks... That same dunk, like suede, in like a green suede, a red suede, something like that, and like a yellow suede, I think. And they were all 80 bucks, and they all had all the fucking sizes I could ever want. And it was like at a finish line or some shit, or, or a foot action, something mm-hmm. like that. So, like, I missed that, where like I could walk into a random shoe store and get a really dope pair of shoes like you know an what I mean? actual dope pair like of an shoes. actual dope not yo you're gonna love these man yeah. these are great <laughs> you know why i don't want jordan mid chicago's we don't wear mid. you just want a pair of generic shoes that you can just rock i i just want cool pairs to be in stores like i feel like so uh, the, the thing about that bro like even nowadays bro like the 
Jordan 1 low breads, like even those have a resale value. Yeah, those are kind of hard. Those though. are generic shoes. Those are GR releases that you don't wait in line. Those are the shoes that like, oh. I yeah, but people go around and scoop them up anyway. They scoop up all the pairs, bro. Even all the mids. Like even mids have resale value. Now. They're making everything have resale Well, they're value. doing really good colorways on them. Like the Chicago mids actually look good. Like the I'm Chicago talking mids shit, but they the look Union really mids good. look insane. Union mids? Yeah. You know, the you know, multicolor ones that got the big puffy letters on the back. I fuck with those too. Those are multi. Oh, oh, the color one. I I hit this dude up on that day. Like, yo, man, you think this is gonna be worth getting? He's like, nah. The young, young blue, blue, the giant, whatever his name is. Yeah. The graffiti artist mids with the with the bubble letters on the back. Those didn't have a resale value. It's not about the resale value. They were fire. It's about if they were hard or not. You feel what I'm saying? No, I said they were hard. I was like, yo, these are hard. Should I cop? You're like, nah, they're not gonna sell. So because of this fuck nigga telling me they're not gonna resell, he's like, don't get them. That's the thing. And I didn't get them. Mentality is different with. I want to see how much else, they bro. go for now, dog. My mentality is completely different from your mentality with shoes, bro. Bro, I'm it t- is completely different. I'm telling you. But me. it was the same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh. It was the same thing. I loved Six Samurais. I played Six Samurais to the day I retired from Yu-Gi-Oh. And this nigga was just like, no tour guide, no rescue rabbit, no uh, mer- mermaids, no fucking this, no that. You just play whatever was hype. You just play whatever and was hype. And you water. I did play mer- mer- Mermails, but that was after they got nerfed. That's after no, Sphere no, yeah, went yeah, to that's two what I'm saying. and like, the third. Because you actually But I it. always had my six Sams. I played Bougin for a while. I played Battling Boxer. I, I, I was the only motherfucker at Cool Stuff playing Battling Boxer because them Ruler shits format, were hard. Bro. In Dragon Ruler 4. And I beat I beat Adam Young in tournament when he was playing Spellbooks. You talking about Juliet? Juliet. I beat Juliet <laughs> in tournament while she was playing Spellbooks. With the with the spellbook of judgment OP at three plus eleven at the end of the turn, whatever the fuck it was, dog. And I beat him with battling boxer, lead battle yoke. yoke. Yeah, lead yoke. Yes. Dog. Yoking that boy, dog. Like yeah. and that's that's how I am with shoes, dog. Like I don't I, if I can't get him retail, fuck it. If it's a hype enough shoe I really want it, I'll get a rep. But like I wear what I like to wear. I don't give a fuck about the resale value. And that's what it was about samurais. Like I had the most blinged out samurai deck, Spanish keys on, German bro. Super Turbo United, United. all that shit. <laughs> but and I didn't give a fuck that it was basically like buying a new car. Because as soon as I bought them, they were all they were doing was tanking. Because no one was playing six sams. You know, I just wanted a shiny six samurai deck, and I did it, and I felt really good about it. I loved it. I love having it. I love wearing these stupid fives. And I don't know, man. I just we've always had a different mentality when it came to 100%. shit like that. And uh, I guess I've always wanted it best. translates yeah. in different aspects because it, it is funny how it was the same thing with Yu Gi Oh. And I feel like it'd that be the was same so thing. So long with, ago, bro. It, and it's crazy. It, it feels that way, but it really wasn't. Yeah, it really wasn't. And it's so crazy, like that y'all are completely opposite, and I'm like a mixture of both. I'm like, those shoes are hard, but damn. No, but I feel you on the sale. <laughs> I wear what I like to wear. I don't wear something just because it's hype. Okay. That, I'm going okay. to throw it out there 110%, bro, because I've had in my hands insane shoes. I had the off-white bolts. I had the Fear of God fossils. I had the Babe NMDs, the day that yes, they came bro. out. No, it was the day before they came out. The day before they came out, yeah, because of the, the shock drop that that yeah. kid hit in, in New Atlanta. York. It was Atlanta. New York? It was Atlanta? It was Atlanta. But yeah, bro, like... I like what I like to wear. Too. Like at, Right now, I'm wearing the, you know, the Origin ones. I yeah, like the Origin yeah. ones. What happened? No, no, nothing. No, no. I'm I like the Origin ones because of how the shoe is. I like when you take a picture of it, you can see like the whole like basically like and stuff. webs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And an icy sole. Like I it's like very that. hard pair of ones, dude. I didn't see it at first, but I didn't notice that it was actually a Chicago. Like it's I didn't notice a that. Chicago, it is yeah. a Chicago. And that's the thing. I could have just bought a pair of Chicago's and called it a day. 
But nah, but I those were like hard. And I think you got is. those for like you didn't get those for too far above retail, right? Yeah, it was no. like three. I got something. The, I traded my Fear of Gods for these and a hundred bucks. At the time, these shoes were three hundred and fifty bucks. You got a hundred bucks on her transaction? Yeah, I was at that same event, and I don't even remember that. No, this bucks. was Sneaker Travelers. This oh, was that. Year. Oh, that was when you went to the event after Fort Lauderdale. No, no, this was last year towards the end of last year, in Tampa, because I went with my ex. Mike, guys, Mike, microphone. Oh, oh, it was it was during that time when I went with my ex. So I traded the Fear of Gods for these shoes and a hundred bucks. Right now, this shoe is going for seven hundred dollars. Very cool, but. I mean, they're, they're hard rock? shoes. It don't matter that they're seven hundred. Yeah, I'm rocking them because I like the shoe, not Good. because they're worth something. Good. But if I really wanted to, I could take the shoe off my feet right now and sell it for five hundred bucks. Five, you think someone's gonna give you five hundred for those? One hundred and ten percent. Really will. I really can't picture that. And you know why? That's why people don't buy used shit. That's the thing, bro. That's the good part of buying used stuff. Like that's how I always get my money back. You see, the reason, <laughs> the, I feel like the. A really big reason why there's a huge, insane used market is because of GOAT. GOAT's the only platform that allows you to sell used shoes. And they authenticate them. Yeah, you can literally get the most beat pair of shoes. Somebody buys it off GOAT, they'll, <laughs> they'll ship it to the GOAT warehouse, and they'll authenticate the beat shoe and sell it. Bro, you can have a 350 right? The bottom looks burnt as fuck, and you will make a minimum of at least $180 on them. That's so weird. It doesn't make sense because it's like, why not just save more money to get a better looking shoe? But people right. don't think like that. They, they think want like, the oh, shoe that they want. Exactly. They they want the shoe now so that they can take the picture now, but it's not worth the picture. It's not even worth it. That's why if you're going to spend in the used market, buy very near DS because what's the difference from a very near DS to a DS And that's also the thing about GOAT. Like when you're, when you're buying a used shoe on GOAT, you can see the physical shoe because GOAT makes you take the pictures of the shoe. Oh, and they have a try-on feature. Shout out to GOAT. They real. Yeah, they have the virtual reality. You basically put the, put, put your, your camera on the shoe. And then you could be wearing a pair of Travis Scott, the purple fours. <laughs> Yo, I've they have reps of those. So funny. Them shits are hard, dog. Yeah, like, I've, I've had a hard, like, fuck you, get them. You just want to <laughs> laugh at me, you fucker. I'm uh, not even going to laugh at you. No, no, but, them, buddy them at the mall be like, how'd you get those, bro? Yo, Travis Scott, my uncle. <laughs> Straight up, yeah, y'all think I can't pull it? It's lit. It's just fucking <laughs> yo, did you see that video of people making fun of the Travis Scott meal? It's like, yo, this shit ain't got no branding. When you open up the box, it doesn't say. No, it's I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't it does seen none that. of that, bro. It was oh, so man. funny. No, bro. of course, so of course. Funny. Um, no, with with I, and I, I've thought about getting them, but yeah, it's just I I can explain away Travis Scott once. dunks or, or ones dunks. too. Yo, you know what's funny? Someone asked me. Uh, where I got the dunks, where I got the Travis Scott. I was standing in line at Chipotle, and someone was like, yo, man, those are hard, man. How'd you how'd you get those? I was like, oh, these? Um, yeah. <laughs> yo, my friend has a bot. Um, he hid, and some, he's like, word? I was like, yeah, it's crazy. All right, peace, dog. I just fucking got the fuck out of there, dog. Before they start looking too yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, before they start looking way too close. But I've actually, of all the reps I've, I have, those have gotten the most compliments. I think it's because... You, you don't see them like you really don't. I've, no, yeah. I've yet to see no, them. If I pick up your if I pick up your reps, you can easily tell like their reps. No, 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 I'm sure you can. The fucking yeah. sneaker connoisseur, but I'm talking about like someone just like on the, the average Joe. They wouldn't know the difference. What but what, what's to tell? I'm curious. What do you mean? What's to tell? How can you instantly tell? Oh, you can tell by how the the position of the Nike on the back is, and then how thick the the shoelaces are. The because, pink ones? No, not the pink ones. I swapped the them, other though. ones. Oh, you're talking about the SBs? 
the, yeah, the cactus Travis jack has bees. Oh yeah. nah, nah. Those his? those were like really really. Nah, good yeah, that's reps. what I'm saying. You're tripping, bro. No, those nah, are really. really I literally good called reps. out your reps. You literally asked me. You literally asked me about because it. you know who I am yeah. and you know what I do. Of you, course, you know it's OG. I've shown you a bunch of shit that's reps. Of course, if I have a pair of sixteen hundred dollars shoes in my hand, I think the worst the reps, reps. I think the worst reps you got were the Travis Scott ones. But yeah, I paid eighty dollars for those pieces of shit. Yeah, the, the moss green colorway, the, ex- the exclusive colorway. The moss green? Yeah, that was the color that you got him in. It wasn't brown. It was what a completely t- different color. No, 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 no. They're brown. They're just like dark brown, and the suede has no movement. I'll be the first to tell you the flaws, dude. But I'm not. I'm not gonna sit no, here and talk I about know, fake flaws. Look, the the suede is ass. The the cactus jack on the side is not 3M. Uh, didn't come with pink laces, which I was pissed about. They don't the pink go in laces the dark. are the best one, bro. They, what? No, not the ones that go in the dark. Yeah. Ones oh no, I thought you were sixes. Sixes. No, no, no. I, I haven't got. I was really considering getting sixes, but. I saw them go down to five hundred, and I was thinking about getting, and I just couldn't bring myself to I pay even five hundred. Like That's 680. me with yeah, the Air Force ones right now. I want the Air Force ones. Really the black bad. ones? No, the no. Black the off whites. The multi, the multicolor Air Force. The cactus jacket. Oh, the, oh, the Travis ones. Okay, I have okay, those still dead stock. Still? Yeah, we talked about Again, it. Still haven't. We worn talked them. about it in the other podcast. I told you my ex got it for me. Sell them to your boy. Nah. Damn, that's a crazy gift. But um. Um, no, nah, I it wasn't it, worth it. The the shit? the nah. the the SBs are you're are one to one, bro. The SBs are one to one. They're, they're pretty close. No, they're pretty close. Not sure. Every okay. The only thing your that may be off is the weight. If anything, no, maybe. The weight. <laughs> no, maybe. the weight. I've seen the shoes. His shoe specifically, the Nike on the back of the shoe where it says Nike is completely off. I've had them like we gonna pull up goat. We gonna pull QC. up goat and check that I, out. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I I I disagree. I disagree. I, I'm, I have to be on his side after seeing them and I had it in my hand. And I've done the black right, light bro. test. No no lines. None of that shit <laughs> on there. And <laughs> no I, I have shoes. I have the the lines and the China. I have all, I have shoes. I have that. Those don't have anything. Like of all the re- those are probably the best ones next to the UNC ones, which are really really good too. The only thing is that they, I don't think those pass the black light test. Um, but did you get a girl's number wearing those shoes at the mall? You I had I mean? someone come up to do I yeah, yeah I did get a girl's number wearing the, yeah, 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 yeah yeah yes I was wearing the the UNC ones shout out OG Tony and <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing the UNC oh, yeah, ones yeah. and I went into Spencer's and and got like a shirt or whatever and this girl before I left she wrote her number down on on the receipt and then I was like okay that's interesting I I was actually really interested in the other chick that was there working and so when she gave me her her it wasn't her number it was her Instagram. Um and then I was like, "Yo, what's up with you, girl? Let me get yours too." And she was like, "Oh, I have a boyfriend." I was like, "What that mean?" You know what I mean? Like, and <laughs> you start like, looking at no, the shoe. Like, no. What does but, that really yo, mean? Yo, but like I de- <laughs> like I felt kind of bad after because in hindsight I was like, "Damn, this girl gave me her Instagram and in front of her I asked for the other girl's Instagram too." <laughs> like, no shame. Like I didn't give a fuck. And then I go out to it was in Broward Mall. It was at the Spencer's in Broward Mall. Mm-hmm. And I go out and sit at one of these you know one of the little couches they have just sitting in the middle of the mall. And some and I was sitting there like this, so you know, I got a shoe right here. And some dude came up to me and he was like, Bro, you are so lucky. Da 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 da. Oh my god, can't he dap me up and shit? And I just looked at him like, <laughs> thanks. Dude. Like I was just giggling, dude, because you know what I mean? It's so silly. Like a, a complete stranger thing, came bro. and dapped me up like over that. a pair of shoes. It's little shit like that that can open up like a world of opportunity, bro. But it was, but they were not real. That's the, that's really when I, when I was like, okay, I really, I don't give a fuck about reps because <laughs> people don't know. They, they can't don't. tell the difference, dog. The, the average Joe is not gonna put in the effort to find out why the shoe is fake or if it's legit. If they're Honestly, not buying, the average but, Joe is just gonna look at it and be like, I bet you those are fake. 
even, even if they're, they're real. real. Even if they're no, real. That's happened to me. I've I've had I've had I, I had a I wore real Yeezy <laughs> my cloud whites or yeah. cream whites. I actually copped those when they restocked. It was like a million pairs that were an hour or something. So I copped them off the Adidas site. And this little kid was like, your users are fake. I was like, what? He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, they don't reflect. I was like, these don't reflect. What they're do not, you mean? They're not 3M, bro. Leave like, alone. I'll, I'll, I, I, people are going to assume they're fake, even if they're real sometimes. You know, some- No, but there's a huge difference, though. I don't know if you've ever seen the Off-White Yeezys. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I stop showed it, those stop to you. It, stop. I, I was, showed those to you. I was working you. at New Balance. Chris was also working there at the time. Yeah. Now, little kid comes in with a pair of off white, <laughs> off white Yeezys, bro. Man, his and parents I, love I'm him, man. Love, Chill, I'm man. I'm just laughing at Buddy's face, bro. His parents I, probably I, I, looked I, I, at the yeah, real I price. Really fuck with your shoe, bro. I really fuck with. No, nah, see, you're a fucking troll, dog. Nah, his parents looked at the real price and was like, "Little Jimmy, you dumb as hell." I'm about to get these off-white flim-flams. Shout out OG Tony. <laughs> Yo, OG Tony does not have them flim-flams, dog. Do not disrespect OG Tony like that. No, that's fuck. That's fucking hilarious, dog. You remember that picture I sent you of the off-white uh, Chicago ones? Yes, That I saw bro. at the mall? He had, like, the American flag on them shits. Oh, my God. Have, have you seen those? Yeah, I've seen those. Oh, he sent you the picture, too? No, no. He showed He showed me them before. I know what you're oh talking about. Oh, my God. It was hilarious, dog. Yes, bro. But um, I mean, some people in this world really have no shame. Some people, in yeah, this world or just don't know, or just they don't, don't care, know. bro. Like, yeah, I don't honestly, feel like you dog, should have to care about yeah, that. Yeah, honestly, like, I envy that in, in in some ways. Like how I was talking about before, like, man, I, I kind of look back at the days where I didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah, there's something dude. cool about that. Whereas, like, I would have so much more money if I wasn't spending money on clothes. You know what <laughs> oh I mean? Oh my! God. Let me tell you, bro. People, oh people made fun of me too much for me not to be wearing the shit that I'd be wearing now, bro. I remember I got made fun of for wearing Everlast, but you're, but, but you're still, like but you're still like, like remember the times that you didn't give a fuck what they said, though. Yeah, like that's that, the thing. That's, that's the, the thing. nostalgia. You can part. like the fashion shit if you like the fashion shit, but don't do it because you feel like people made fun of you for wearing what you wanted to wear at the time. You know what I mean? Because at the at you were the same person. You were just wearing what you wanted to wear. Now this is what you want to wear. Now if you notice. That people started treating you differently because you started dressing differently, then maybe those people weren't necessarily your friend to begin with. That's my You're opinion. You're one of them, motherfucker. <laughs> that's not true, my guy. You, no, we, when we you to... dressed like a fucking bum, I was still your <laughs> homie, dog. That, but we were flaming fun. your ass. Flaming because that's ass, our bro. job. That's our job is your friend to know. I listen, that's a, fl- a flame. Like when you can roast your homeboy, though, that's like when you know you're really tight. Yeah. I'm talking about when someone was not fucking with you before and they fuck with you now that you have expensive no, shoes I don't and have shit. That, bro. I don't. I don't that's all I'm people. saying. That's what I'm. That's yeah. all I'm saying. In the beginning, because there's people that are gonna be like no, that. I was. That's the thing. I never took those people in to begin with, and even right. now, I still don't take those people in. Is you? It was super funny. Like in the beginning stages, when he was like kind of learning the market, like everybody. I remember. Was like, I remember. Sorry, I remember. You had a, a picture. And you were wearing, I think it was zebras or something like that. And like Leroy was like factory lace ass boy or some shit like that because you wouldn't even like unlace them. <laughs> but that's that was. That's the, that's you don't have to though. lace them. You don't you have don't. to. You really don't have to lace them. What honestly, were you, what you, you gonna could, say? Honestly, you could wear that shit without laces. Without lacing them at all? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. What were you gonna say though? No, um, I was just saying like it was, it was like. Like, the hate that he used to get in the beginning when he first started, like, a lot of people were like, why are you buying shoes? Like, you're wasting so much money on shoes, but they don't understand. Like, everybody looks at something from the outside and give their outside perspective instead of looking in on the inside and understanding the vision. So, like, I understand why he thinks the way that he thinks about shoes because I came in from a different perspective. Like, when I got into fashion, I started thrifting because I didn't have money to go to fucking Nike to buy a pair of Nike 
fucking $90 sweats yeah, yeah. in fucking high school. Yeah. That's just not it. I was going to the fucking thrift store and I got those same Nike sweats for 15 bucks, 20 bucks. For sure. You know, I was selling candy at school. I made it happen. But like, he's now an adult. So he, he kind of has a different mindset where it's like, that wasn't important to him. And he was like, at that time, maybe spending money on like tech or something like that, that was that important to him. But now instead of getting like the latest computer that's coming out, he figured that this is like a lot smarter to spend his money on. So it's like a lot of people were giving him hate, but I feel like if everybody like sat back and really looked at the vision of a reseller, like everybody's a reseller in a sense. Like we're all working in the sense to make our money worth the same amount as our time. Like what you feel your time is worth, you want to get that back in exchange. Mm -hmm. Like even in a band, like you as a drummer, like you provide a service. Your service is worth a, a certain amount. If somebody else wanted you to be their drummer, like that, that eventually is going to come at a cost. Like if you were to perform at a venue, like your band has a value. Your band has a cost. Like your service has a cost. You have to move all of this equipment. When you're making projects, you have to put time into those projects. You have to mix your projects. So that comes at a cost as a service. So like I understand why he's gotten to the point of just making it a service and like not showing people exactly what he does like and just being more about it, the business. Mm -hmm. Because like I feel like the money is going to give him the opportunity to wear what he really does like. And sometimes, like, we can't think about it like that. Like, I like I work a normal job. You work a normal job. You feel me? So, like, the, the hustle on the back end is what makes the best money. Like, that's what yeah. is getting it, you know? So, I get that's it. Facts. I get where he's coming from, you know? I feel you, bro. We're all trying to get this paper. Um, but on that note, man, we, we're actually over an hour and a half at this point, <laughs> believe it or not. So That's crazy. It's been a great show. Uh, I think it's been awesome. Shout out to um, uh, Sunshine Kicks for sponsoring this episode. Uh, Marcella, where can these people find you and, and buy some kicks from you? Real, 100% legit kicks. Marcelo <laughs> no does Tony, not. Bro. I'm not that OG Tony, bro. Yeah, Marcelo does not condone rep buying or anything like that. That's just me. And if available, we got receipts with boxes. Yes, facts, yes, facts, you can facts. Also find any shoe that you need me to find. Just let me know. Where you can, can they find, find me you on though? Instagram. Mm -hmm. Sunshine Kicks on Instagram is basically. I don't believe in brick and mortars. Because of everything that's been happening now recently. No, it's not worth the investment. All the looting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I would rather just, you know, work from my house. If I make it an LLC, when I do, I could just write it off as a tax write-off. One of the rooms, paying 300 a month, you know. But yeah, just find me on Instagram. Hit me up if you need me to find a pair of shoes for you. And yeah. Bet, bet that up. And then we got DJ Perfect. Where can they find your mixes and your Instagram? Uh, so yeah, you can hit me up. Um, my personal Instagram, double underscore PX. R-F-X-C-T. Um, you can also hit me up on my business Instagram. Like if you ever have any parties, weddings, things that's going on and you want me to DJ for you. Um, you can also check that out at, uh, that's going to be DJ. Um, and perfect, just like the first name, P-X-R-F-X-C-T. Um, just hit me up. I'm always available. If you have any questions, concerns, let me know. Definitely hit them up. Hit my boys up for shoes or for parties, whatever you need. We got it over here. Uh, and make sure you follow the Throne Podcast on Instagram at the underscore Throne underscore podcast. If you don't follow me and you're listening to this right now, stop what you're doing and go follow us on Instagram. Make sure you support the show. We appreciate the fuck out of it. Uh, with that being said, Marcelo, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me here, bro. DJ Perfect, thank you for stopping by again. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate y'all boys, man. It's been a great episode, and uh, I'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.